AAT presents 37 and counting. been a minute it has oh my gosh we missed you all so much we did had um, to take a little break but we are back and back and running better than ever yes if we do say so ourselves <laughs> so um yeah so we have a lot to unpack today as, we do. um but in case you're wondering what the 37 is and the end counting <laughs> it will all come out soon yes all will be made clear a lot has happened since we uh, last came to you, and one of those things was literally a week after we decided to take a break, El Former Presidente <laughs> got indicted! Um, 34, well, 34 counts of falsifying business records and 37 counts of mishandling of classified documents, but we'll get into that in a moment. Yes. We would be remiss in today's show if we did not give a shout out to mm-hmm. uh, who will always be burger from hair in my life <laughs> mr treat williams treat and his williams. name could not have been more apropos because that man was a treat <laughs> he was not a snack a treat i yes. mean even i mean he was hot young hot mm. middle-aged hot older yep. he's not he wasn't old and not old enough, 71, I believe. And to die on a, in a motorcycle right? freaking accident? Be cut off by a car. Guys, you got to be careful. You've First gotta of all, you got to look in your mirrors. One thing I have to say, though motorcyclists need to follow the same rules of the road. I am right. tired of they them zip, rushing zip, up zip, on the zip, side. Zip. They're asking to be in an accident. But we're going to assume that Mr. Williams was following the rules of the road because he was cut off by a car. And, just, and that's just tragic. You know, oh that didn't have gosh. to happen. I just, oh. Yeah. And um, you said he was on Chicago Fire? Yeah, he played um, Kelly Severide's father. That's the character Kelly played by Taylor Kinney, the love of my life. I know he's waiting for me. And he, yeah, he played awesome. Kelly Severide's father and was fantastic casting in that. Really good. And he also has had a couple of recurring uh, roles on Blue Bloods, which mm. freaking love that show yeah love not loved um so, <laughs> is this yes. still going oh yeah oh oh good for them. absolutely good for them. um so treat williams rest, rest in, in power no rest in peace i got yelled at i saw okay no i want to i want to okay hear here's the thing i i see that rest in power is reserved for the african african-americans oh they feel that that is theirs they okay. started that and it's for african-americans I have, been, I have been schooled. So I rest just stick peace. to rest in peace because I'm like, I don't know if that's true or not. But if they say so, I'm going to listen. <laughs> so, yes, rest in peace, treat. May angels sing thee to thy rest. And we will miss and your talent. And may your memory be a blessing to everybody who sees you in hair and... <laughs> and to your family and yes. to everybody who loved you. Because unexpected deaths suck, man. I know. It does suck anyway, but you know, know. When, when you wake up one morning and they're with you and then the next day they're not for a stupid reason, it's just, oh, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Uh, um, oh. What? <laughs> mm. Let's do a really awkward segue. Yes, please. I love awkward segues. Into, 
our major meat. Yes. So we're going to start a little bit of a new thing. We have decided yes. we're coming back fresh. So we got a scare today that Mr. Val <laughs> Kilmer was trending on the Twitterverse. Yes. And it was like, I panicked. holy crap moly, is he okay? Yeah, because he's not been well. He's right. been battling cancer and has had tracheotomies and the whole nine yards. And anybody who's seen the Top Gun sequel, Maverick... You saw his performance in there. I love that they brought... I wondered if they would bring him back because right. he's not been well. And they did and did such a beautiful job bringing him in with that character. Right. And right, I right, thought right. it was really reverent and honoring. And even though he's still alive, thank God, that's the point. Right. Still alive. So earlier this morning, um, Darcy texted me and she's like, oh my gosh, I almost had a heart attack. This is trending on... So we... Well, she came up with a new thing that we're going to do once a month. Yes. We're excited. We don't know what we're going to call it yet, but basically the premise is we're going to pick a movie, television show, maybe music, anything, something from our past, and we're going to watch it, and then we're going to discuss it on our show. And so what we're going to do, like today we're going to tease you that next week our show is going to be a discussion on Real Genius, the film starring the delightful Val Kilmer, and we're going to watch that and, and discuss that. So you guys, if you've never seen it before, or if you haven't seen it in a hot minute, you have, a week, you have a week to, to check it out. It. So you're in on it with us. And then, and then while we engage. were going down the rabbit hole, we were talking about Tombstone mm -hmm. and, um, and Top Secret that Darcy has not seen. So right. anyway, that's about yeah. Val. But so next week. Yeah. So Your assignment, think, campers, is to watch Real Genius starring Val Kilmer, and uh, then we're going to talk about it Does it hold it up, week. or does it not? And yeah. like I said, we're going to do this, uh, a, a bunch of stuff from our past. We may even go into the John Hughes movies. Oh, I would not hate that. Yeah, I know. I've definitely seen more John Hughes movies than I've seen Val Kilmer movies, even um, though I love Val. So if you have any recommendations, like this album, please yes. see if, if this holds up. So Gen Xers, speak up. Yep. This is your time. Okay. <laughs> But, um, delightful. Let's get into... Can I just say this, though, quickly? No. When... It's not like it's your show. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Before we jump in, jump into the, the, the meat dump. of this thing... Or dump it. Until right. we dump the drump. I, when, when the news came out, part of me went, it's about damn time. But then another like part of me... It's about, it's about damn, damn time. time. In a minute. <laughs> Talk about the drunk indictment. Um, so, oh my God, we aren't even drunk yet. Okay, so I wasn't celebratory about it. Like I thought I would be when it finally happened because I am optimistically cautious. I agree. There's that another shoe Anything's going to happen to him. He, nothing sticks. Yeah. And I, I couldn't agree with mm -hmm. you more. And the fact that there's all these news outlets going. Well, the fact that very few people showed up to protest when he called for them to on his arraignment day shows his weakness and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I don't know that that's weakness. I think it's probably his supporters don't think this is a thing. They think this is nonsense and or that he's going to get out they're calculating and they're going to make it count when... I, I, I just or feel maybe, like maybe there that. is... I just felt like that's not a show of weakness, that there weren't many protesters there. You know, yeah. I think, and I don't need the left wing media giving us false hope. 
that it's weakness. Oh, you know I, what I mean? I agree with you. Don't need that. I I couldn't agree with you more. Also, can I ask this? Yes, no. I can because it's my shot. <laughs> Because I know I'm going to forget these things if, if before we dump in, get dump in, dump in, we're dumping in um, to the details. I also feel like the left media or well, just media in general. So this is probably coming from the right where they're crying out about this is so bad for America. This is bad for democracy. If they're this coming for him, for they're coming for all of us. Yeah, we can't have a former president. Look, look, we're falling know. apart. And I like, don't have, I don't have classified documents in my bathroom. Right. But I'm also like, I don't feel like my country is falling apart because we are holding up the rule of law. You know, I'm like, I don't, nobody's above the law to me. But they're like, if he, they're coming for him, they're coming for all of you. No, guess what? That's always been true. (laughs) If you break the law, they're going to come for you. Like, that's always been true. And just the audacity. I'm going to use the word audacity. Okay. Why? He just, he's like gaudy. It's like nothing. Mm. He's like Teflon Don the second. Mm -hmm. It just upsets me. Okay, but here's a couple things. And another thing. And another thing. If you're new, drink when you hear the bell. So the first one that we're talking about is 34 counts of falsifying falsifying, uh, business records. Mm -hmm. None of those may hold up. Okay. Those are the New York. Those may not. Those are all from New York? Yes. Those are all from the, yeah. His businesses and stuff. Correct. Okay. They may hold up, but those, I mean... You know, from all of my legal experts that I watch on morning television. <laughs> um, and by that we say, it's really Law & Order SVU, right? <laughs> That's where we get our legal well, experience. Well, you watch, you, you and I watch different morning shows. That's true. That's true. I do today's show, okay. UTGMA. So between GMA. the both of us, we have we are all totes of the legal. <laughs> yes. And from SVU, my girl. Mm-hmm. So who knows what that, but the 37 counts of mishandling of classified documents, they have him on tape saying, I thought I could declassify anything. And this is a quote, just by thinking about it as a president, I could declassify it. He said that. What? Like, that's not how anything works. Literally nothing in life works that way. I thought about it, therefore it is. No. Do you remember the music man? Um, I'm using the think system. <laughs> Just think about it. I played Mrs. Peru. I'm using the think system on you from the parlor. Yeah. yeah. That's a little bit beyond the scope of uh, change your thoughts, change your life, Mr. Dromf. That's a little beyond that scope. And he is on tape saying, I could do it. I could just think about it and I could declassify him. Like... A fucking, fucking uh, judicial Houdini. I don't know. <laughs> the narcissism is just like he literally thinks he's a god or something. He really thinks of himself. Either he has so little respect for his own self that he keeps lying to try and cover that up. No, or I think he it's really the thinks I he's. I think he's a sociopath who really believes. I think so that too. That he is the golden god who is going to change the world. That he's the, the savior. I yeah. mean, the entire evangelical community treats him like that and has oh, told him that. And we're going to get there. The whole <laughs> we're next get there. part of our show, yeah. we'll talk about that. Uh, um, so here's the thing, folks. And another thing. Yes. The Espionage Act 
mm-hmm. is serious. Mm-hmm. That is death. Mm-hmm. That is penalty. That is like we have Benedict, hung people before. That is like Benedict <laughs> Arnold bullshit. Yeah, that yeah. is um, espionage act. They are not playing. Yeah, and obstruction of justice. Um. Again, you are saying I don't want to get too excited because I mm. I don't want to be disappointed. But there are, at least in the second mm. indictment. Oh, and can we also say no? <laughs> she served it right back to pew, me. Pew pew pew. <laughs> She's doing finger guns, which is hilarious. Um, the whole I'm taking everybody to Versailles for Cuban food. <laughs> Food on the house, and then he left before <laughs> he left. anybody could order. Anybody could give him a bill. Oh my god, he's just you guys. Nobody, nobody's listening that loves him. But just in case, he's just a garbage person, and he's just—I just can't understand. And even Ivanka is now going by Ivanka, um, not Trump anymore. She's really, going by Ivanka uh, Kush- uh, Kushner. Well, good luck with that, sweetheart, because you're still complicit. You still made millions of dollars off of selling your crap to China while you were working in the White House. So don't. She don't even the, try, sister. Yeah, she you're has, going down, uh, too. Now, um, legally changed her name to Ivana, Ivanka Kushner, and she is... Which, Jared Kushner's family is not so stellar either. No. And I hate to say that as a Jew. And Especially because he saved the Middle East. <laughs> He went in and he totally made saved. peace. I made peace with the Middle East because there's not rockets launching as we sit here <laughs> right. right now onto the Gaza Strip. Um, oh my god! But yeah, but him, is it just me or does he? He gives me serious creepy. pedophile vibes. Oh, pedo vibes. Just or just creep. Certainly oh, we'll creepy. Get into but pedo, pedo vibes, vibes in a minute too. Yeah, we have a, we have so much. We have so much. So much um, tea. He doesn't give me. That he gives me like hurt me, whip me, I'm, <laughs> I'm your son that will lick your feet. Vibes. Please, man, do that to me. Like I don't feel like he's truly straight either. Oh, I, I could see that, but I yeah. feel like he is definitely. He's got some kids. I think Ivanka's the the top. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I think I, he he gives me, and there's nothing wrong with it. We are not kink shaming. Nope. Believe me, we are not kink shaming. We are not kink shaming. Whatever works for if y'all. Nobody's ever, getting hurt. I think you we do did you. a show about this many moons ago about how I tend to be uh, more on the submissive side, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> so I'm not. Kink that was shaming. our all sexed up show. Yeah, I'm not kink shaming anybody. Check that out on our YouTube page. Um, but I feel like he is a uh, yes, dear, no, dear, uh, make me want it, dear. I, I think he's a ah. simp, yeah. Which again is, you know, everybody. That's great. Do your thing, but I just I feel like well. First of all, I look at him and I think that man has the wettest handshake ever. I know oh, it. He does. He has a fish grip. There's you know something he does. about his his doughy face. It looks like he, he was carved out of clay. Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> and he's always a little sweaty. And I just I'm grossed out by him, and it makes me feel like he if he wasn't Jared Kushner that he'd be driving around in a white van with no windows and parking outside of parks really? and schools. I really and giving candy to kids. I do. There's something about him that gives me that. Ted Cruz gives me that vibe too, though. Oh, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is gross. Grosses me out. Anyway, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. But so 
We also want to talk about with the whole indictment thing. Um, I'm sure everybody has seen the pictures if you're on social media at all. <laughs> Bed, of, bath, and beyond a reasonable yeah, doubt. <laughs> boxes in the bathroom. And somebody photoshopped Melissa McCarthy doing her poo scene from Bridesmaids <laughs> on the bathroom that. sink. I did not see that. It's hilarious. I'll try to find it and, and post it to our page. I remember my friend who posted it and I just couldn't stop laughing because A, I love Melissa, but B... That was perfect. Um, and then also a picture of just boxes and boxes with a photocopier. Photocopier right there. Right there. And then there was a ballroom that had him on the stage too or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Like they didn't, he didn't even try. Well, here's my question. I still don't understand why. Like when I left my last office job in Nashville when I was moving out here, all I took with me was a few sticky pads and a stapler. Like, I didn't bring any of the old reports I did or any, but... Well, because I don't need what? it. Look, Squirrely Clayface <laughs> made a lot of money from Saudi Arabia, I believe, selling secrets that I, are in those boxes. That is the rumor, yes, I, for sure. I, I'm going to say rumor just because we don't we know do, for 100%, do know. but we feel pretty darn confident that some nasty stuff the was re- going down. He didn't take those, like... For his his library. Mm-hmm. He didn't take these for his archives. Mm-hmm. He took those because there's something that he could sell. It's a commodity. Yeah. He can use this as leverage against somebody somewhere, mm-hmm. somewhere down the road. Yeah. Or else and I fully he... believe the only reason he ran for president was to boost his profile and make more money. <coughs> Excuse me, big sneeze. Bless you. I'll cut that out. Okay. <laughs> Because I tried to do a silent sneeze and it just came out. Okay. So I feel like the only reason he ran for president was to boost his profile and make more money. I don't think he ever thought he was going to win. No, me either. It was like the same of doing a reality show. Like, oh, yeah. it'll be a bigger reality show. Yeah. Than, um, and I can get these idiots who support me to pay for it all. <laughs> Right, to spend my own right. money. That's the thing. You know, he's constantly raising money for his, quote, legal fees. But you're a billionaire. Why do you need help paying your legal not. fees? It's, he's not. He knows it's on he, paper, and but his supporters somehow still believe that he is. Meanwhile, they're sending him their life savings. I just, oh my god, how how can they not see what a charlatan he is? Oh, this is a really good um, segue. Are we ready to segue? Sure. Because, I think I got all my points in because they're tithing to who they think. Mm. They're sending money to who they think are, is going to be the next, you know. Yeah, I'm sure for some people they feel like it's a tithe. I'm sure they feel oh, like that. of course they do. Yeah. Of course they do. Because they believe for some reason that God chose him, which makes me just laugh. I mean, I grew up in the evangelical community believing that God uses broken vessels, and I do believe that, that God has us learn lessons in our lives and our vulnerability speaks to other people and then we can be of service to other people who can connect with us that way. But this man is just a con artist. He is and his parents were, I mean, Mm -hmm. his father was a grifter, his kids are grifters and... Yes, it's um, generational crime. (laughs) Jolene, our producer, feels very strongly about this as well. Yes. So um, here's our segue about uh, tithing. So there's a documentary right now on Prime called Shiny Happy People, The mm. Duggar Secrets. That's why we named the show 37 and Counting, because if you remember, the show was called 19 and Counting. Yes. Duggar's 19 and Counting. The Duggar's 19 counting. and Counting on TLC. Yes, for sure. So um, 
this documentary has come out, but I was always skeeved out. We talked about this. I was mm-hmm. always skeeved out by the show. You said you were too. Absolutely, because for me, as the oldest of four children and the oldest of all my cousins at the time, I was constantly being pimped out to babysit, to watch my siblings, to watch my cousins. And I was like, literally, the day I left for college, I thought to myself, I won't you've have raised to your children. Yet. You've raised your well. children. It is time to go to music school and do you. That was the thought I had. So I can only imagine with all these children how the older kids didn't get to be kids and how the younger ones didn't get to bond with their own mother because she and they, literally said they talk about it as soon as I as soon as yep. I wean them from They're my buddy until they're weaned and then they're somebody else's buddy. And then the butch What? Oh my gosh. And- what? And it, Michelle Duggar, it, that's not even a joke. That is how she talks. Yeah. Everything is like, and um, Christ mm-hmm. kills us. And if you watch Shiny Happy People, there are people saying she, that knew her back when she was quite young, saying that is put on, that voice is put on. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Because she, yeah. Okay, so um, they raised their children in IBLP, which is the Institute of Basic Life Principles, mm-hmm. started by Bill Gothard and in the 60s. This is a cult, y'all. It is absolutely, there's no other way to put it. It's a cult. Yeah. It is a cult, and a few of the girls have gotten out. They haven't talked, well, well, one has got, Josh, the son, the oldest son, has gotten out because he's serving 12 years of prison for child mm-hmm. pornography. Um, for molesting his own sisters. His own sisters. And yeah. other girls in the IBLP church. Right. And... Anna, his wife, Josh's wife, mm-hmm. they have seven kids. Mm-hmm. She's still married to him. She's mm-hmm. still standing by his side and just waiting until God tells me that he's going to come home. And he's also, he's already had years um, added to his sentence because he smuggled Anna's cell phone and oh. drugs. What? Yep. Drugs. Drugs. Do we know what kind? We do not. I was just, I was trying to get as much information and they were talking about sending him to another place, but he's not in general population because guess what? Child molesters <laughs> and child porn guys don't yeah. get into general population and I feel They're like it's Jim Bob, the father, pulled his strings and he's in Texas. He's not in Arkansas where the family is, mm-hmm. but he's in a, in a uh, penitentiary in Texas and they said out of... Um, he's already been in like solitary like four times because of violation. Okay, what else? I wrote, I wrote so much. Go for it. So there are three sisters who have gotten out, like officially left IBLP. It is Jill, Jessa, and Ginger, and two of those three were molested by their brother. Right. And which one of those was in the documentary with her husband? Do you remember? That was Jill. That was Jill. Okay. Okay. Um, Because it was Jill, was it Jill and Jessa that had a spinoff show for a minute? Yeah, and and if you listened in the documentary, they signed a contract and they got no money for for that mm-hmm. at all. They were contractually obligated to do. Well, they or didn't both get money. Of them? They didn't get money for their spinoff. Um, Jim Bob had them sign a contract that right. all the money went to him. Right. And they're like poor and having to do all this, and they're married With and they have children. kids of their own, and their husbands are like, "Well, why are we not getting any money for this?" And then, mm-hmm. um. Jill says on her it was her wedding day and Jim Bob had her sign a contract while they were running right. around the house and he's like, Hey, can you just sign this? Or hey, um, can you just sign this? It's you know, it's like it's bad enough that the parents were in a cult 
But of course, they don't know they're in a cult because they're brainwashed, right? And that they're brainwashing their children. They don't think they're brainwashing their children, blah, blah, blah. But you have to know that when you're asking your kids to sign away any money earned from a television show that you've been doing, like that, you have to know that's wrong. You have to know you're fucking your kids over. Especially when you are supposedly living your life to the gospel of the Lord. Yeah, exactly. So Bill Gothard, who started this thing, he... I mean, I don't know. He started it with the best of intentions. He got his divinity degree, and he started it on college campuses trying to, like, in the 60s, trying to get mostly men Mm -hmm. to, like, be, I don't know, to, like, not Maybe be better men? Yeah, (laughs) be better men. I feel Mm -hmm. like he probably started it for the right reasons, I hope. And it was Chicago, it was the inner city, and he was trying, he worked a lot with Latinos, and he worked a lot with gangs. I Mm. hope he started it for the right reasons. I don't know that anybody starts out thinking, I'm going to be a cult leader, I'm going to be, unless they're just out of their minds. No, you're right, you're right. I I don't don't even think think Manson did, or anybody, but they get that, it gets heady, Mm -hmm. because people are following I think Manson was mentally ill. Well, I, I mean, think I don't think Gothard them. was mentally ill. I think he just, I think power went to power his head. Power went to his head. And that's a they, really powerful thing. And they said he was never married. Right. Yet he was giving all of this doctrine on how wives have to submit to mm-hmm. their husbands. Oh my and God. Procreate, they, procreate, procreate. Well, and that's interesting too because they wanted to. Um, uh, produce an army. Uh, uh, what is mm-hmm. it? Jesus's army. Yeah. And they, they sent the, their kids to the, militia. Yeah, and with the specific idea of infiltrating our government. Infiltrating to train these offices. kids yes. to run for office and infiltrate and keep their cult going within our government. And they literally said we were raising an army for Jesus. Yep, 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 yep. And here's what, I'm just going to say this. Because I was raised in a house where it was like you you vote for the the one who's following the Bible, the Jesus, like that was a thing. And I just sit here and think if our four, because you know, they believe our forefathers were Christians and that they founded a Christian nation, which they absolutely fricking did not. The whole reason for, yeah, (laughs) I know they don't care about that. And the thing is, my question is if, if our forefathers were Muslims, would the evangelicals be trying so hard to get the religion of our forefathers made into law? No, they certainly wouldn't be. So why the hell well, do they think their religion should right. be made into law? Right. You know? No. Well, that's an interesting question. I mean, if it was Buddhist or anything whatever. Anything other than Judeo-Christian, that's... Mm. that's I remember the... Remember, well, I don't remember because I wasn't alive yet, but when Jim... Uh, uh, John F. Kennedy... I almost said Jimmy Carter. Why? When John F. Kennedy was running... There was all this hoopla about the fact that he was Catholic. Catholic. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, and evangelicals don't believe Catholics are real Christians. Right. That's another whole like show. Like Orthodox really. Jews don't believe that, like, right. me, who's a Reformed Jew, is a real Jew. So, right. Yeah. So, it's just like, I, I just don't understand how they don't know how contradictory they are. Because the Constitution can't be any clearer about how no religion shall be made into law. I don't remember exactly the words. Sorry. Um... Well, but, it's separation of church and state, period. Yeah. Well, the thing is, the words separation of church and state do not appear in the Constitution. Those exact words don't, and that's their argument. 
they they completely bypass the part that says no law shall be made no shall be established in the name of religion again i don't remember the exact words but that's very clear Right. And it's like, why do you think that only your religion is an exception? Yeah. And why do you think it's okay to have 25 kids with the idea of who are not allowed to educate themselves because they do all this homeschooling and all the girls are taught is how to raise, make kids and raise kids. Well, and, and you know, they, but the they, guys can go to school in order to infiltrate our right, government. Right. And it even says in the, the documentary and then many things I read. A wedding ceremony is where the father gives over ownership of his daughter mm. to her new husband. Yep. That is what the mm-hmm. B-L-I-L-B-P-Q... Ownership. T, yeah. Because we're Ownership. Mm-hmm. And you submit to your husband. You submit to any man. Mm-hmm. So they say there's a blank... Uh, there's an umbrella. They mm-hmm. even talk about this. Yep. Jesus is the top. Mm-hmm. And then... Is it the... The pastor, The pastor... I think? Then the father, the the brothers, or the husband. Yeah. And then women fall somewhere below that. Yeah. And I have to say, we weren't in a cultish kind of, you know, we we lived in small towns. So um, we found the nearest Christian church, non-denominational church, and pretty much went there. But there was a period of time when my mom got really fundamentalist, where she, you know, destroyed all our records cds weren't a thing yet then which as a young musician that was heartbreaking for me that that's burning book i mean that's the same as as far as i'm concerned yeah yeah. and especially for a kid who was you know that was her that was my thing is music she took my i remember very vividly sorry sidetrack Going to college and then, you know, in Nashville, and I grew up in upstate New York, went to college in Nashville, got out of college and was just hanging out one day at a Tower Records, which doesn't exist anymore, but seeing the CD, the double CD of the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. Yep. My sister and I used to disco in our den to the album. We'd put the album on, we used to disco together, and we'd had so much of my beautiful, wonderful memories of that until mom destroyed actually let the boys across the street take them out all our records out for bb practice and that's how she destroyed them oh my gosh so when i was standing in this tower records and my 20 it's 20 something did you just lose it and cry i did and i I bought it immediately and i bought it i think that was the first cd that's one of my i i still to this day think that's one of my favorite records ever totally it's Favorite so soundtrack, good. for sure. People who hate disco don't understand. And if you haven't, <laughs> by the way, seen the Bee Gees documentary, mm. I don't even know if it's still on. I watched that the night before my mom died, so it's oh, got a lot of... wow, I forgot. It's got a lot of yeah. memories for me and a lot of mm-hmm. things, but um, it's fantastic. It's good, um, yeah. But yeah, that, that record, records, oh, mm-hmm. so good. Okay, yeah. we have so gotten off track. But, <laughs> That's um, okay. It's what we do. Let's hear what you have to say. If you're new to us, this is what we do. Please, please. It's called Shiny Happy People, The Duggars Family Secrets. It's on Prime. Mm-hmm. Please watch it. Um, let us know what you think. It's very fascinating that they have several interviews with people who got out of, who grew up in that environment and then got out of it. And just and, and one of um, Jim Bob and Michelle's best friend couples, 
um, oh, she, yeah. Bobby, Bobby was the one who uh, told people about Josh because mm -hmm. Josh was dating their daughter, Kaylee. Right. Um, before he got pure with Anna. Um, and she's like, I... I read another article about she's she she was really the whistleblower on Josh mm. and she's in the documentary. But there are a bunch of people who got out mm -hmm. and um, talk about it. Yeah, which really, I imagine is probably a little dangerous. I mean, one of the guys in it said, I have alienated my entire family. Right. Yeah. And I don't, yeah. I, you know, I have nowhere it's to like, go. And this is yeah. probably going to yeah. make it worse. But uh, you know the truth. I was, I kind of went down a rabbit hole this morning. I saw an article about it when I was looking up some details for this. Um, and it was an article that was basically, it was on Vox.com and should these kinds of documentaries be made and this person was not raised in the iblp but they were iblp like adjacent right they were homeschooled the same kind of thing and was talking about that they were torn about whether documentaries like this should be made and it was just kind of interesting where they were I can't even remember what the point was I was trying to make. But this article to. is so they interesting. It's like the truth to. has to be out. It has to be out has there. has to be and, out. And God bless you girls who are, I mean, I don't know the other kids. I don't know what they're doing. Um, but the three girls who have had the strength, and they're all still Christian. It's mm -hmm. not like they're Yeah, they didn't abandon their belief system. They're not, you know. Which makes me hopeful because I've always right. felt like, even though I do not identify as Christian anymore, and I can't imagine a point in time in my life that I would at this point, I don't have any problem with the tenets of Christianity. Of, you of know? course. Even like, as I'm as not saying there don't. is no God. I'm like, I still believe in God. You know? as a, I, even, I, I agree. As a Jew, I, I, I have no problem with it. But when it becomes culty mm -hmm. and... Um, Jill when they're was telling you what about, you can and can't do, and and they all said I, we were terrified to leave our house. Yeah, we were terrified to wear pants because we're gonna get struck down by lightning. Mm. Um, Jill talks about in the documentary that she got a nose ring, and um, she didn't talk about this in the documentary, but she had a glass of wine with her husband, mm. and she's like, I, I, "Wine is good. Why was I so afraid of it? Mm. You know, it's." That reminds me of, a, of another story I have, if I may share. Um, I remember my dad and mom kind of would once in a while have like wine spritzers. <laughs> you know, they do a little seven up and wine, right. you know, and, and they'd enjoy that at the end of the day and whatever. It was no big deal. They didn't get shit faced, you know, that kind of thing. But one day, for some reason, the pastor made an unexpected visit at our house while they were having their wine spritzers. And after that, it was off. I remember mom saying, we can't do this anymore. We can't do this anymore. Like she felt and so. And yet they both drink now. Yep. They both <laughs> drink now. Dad loves his beer and mom likes her wine. And, you know, and I'm fine with that. But I remember the time yeah. that's how it's into it we it's, were. Just, that she was terrified that the pastor would see them all, having a wine spritzer. It's all about shaming and the girls yeah. talk about this about not necessarily in the, anyway mm. we've been going on and on and on and on we're just happy to be back <laughs> yes yes um, so well um thank you for listening yes and, and next uh, week we'll see you and so watch real genius starring val kilmer and we'll talk about homework. that i believe it's on prime for 2.99 to rent mm -hmm. but i'm sure you could stream it somewhere for free but, but we didn't rent. say that nope we're renting it um <laughs> for 2.99 yes um, 
So um, stay happy. Stay. What do oh I my gosh. remember what it stay is? Stay safe. Stay sane and healthy and hopeful. <laughs> it's been a bit. It's been a minute. Love you guys. Take care. You've been listening to And Another Thing with Darcy and Kelly. If you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend or leave a review on the platform you're listening at. You can follow us online on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Another Thing TV. Thanks, Thanks for, for your support. support.